Hi, everyone. This is Tim Martinez, MPAC's uh, CEO. Today, I'm going to be talking about what we have in store for 2023. This year, uh, in particular, is a very special year as it marks MPAC's 10-year anniversary uh, in business. Uh, for those of you who don't know MPAC's full history, let me give you a little background. So MPAC was launched in 2014 to address what we saw at the time as a broken healthcare system, uh, specifically in the senior care space. The clinician compensation model created a system that incentivized volume of care and only for patients with the best insurance versus value of care for everyone. And reimbursement for work done in this space were and uh, continue to be subpar, making it incredibly difficult to attract the best clinicians uh, to drive the best possible care. And so that meant very limited medical coverage in a space that saw an increase in needs as uh, sicker and sicker patients were being transferred out of the hospital and into this SNF, and as patients lived longer and needed more medical care. So that also meant that patients were not getting uh, proactive or, or timely care. Now, the end result of all that was bad patient care, a bad provider experience, bad outcomes, and out-of-control healthcare costs, which at the end of the day, we all pay for as taxpayers since most of the bill is picked up by Medicare and, and Medicaid. And mental health care was you know, an afterthought uh, when we started. Our first office in Chicago, as some of you know, was a windowless office above a tattoo shop. When we started, we figured we would be able to help a handful of nursing homes in the Chicagoland area and maybe impact the lives of you know several hundred people. The larger vision, though, became the creation of care models led by the best clinicians to address both medical and mental health care in a way that created a win-win-win-win scenario that we could scale from coast to coast. So we wanted a win for the patients and their families a win for the clinicians themselves, a win for the skilled nursing facilities, and a win for the overall healthcare system. What does that mean? Well, a win for the patients and families meant the appropriate care at the appropriate time at a high quality level from the best clinicians possible, treating in place and eliminating those preventable hospitalizations as much as possible, addressing mental health care needs in the appropriate manner, not just with over-medication. For the clinicians, it meant creating a fair compensation model that allowed them to spend the appropriate amount of time with the patients, not having to focus on what you know revenue was going to be generated from that encounter, not having to focus on driving a volume of encounters, but really focusing on the value of care. Um, and not incentivizing treatment or care for certain patients while ignoring others, but treating everyone uh, equally, which we strongly believe in. For the skilled nursing facilities themselves, it meant partnering with them and providing them with highly skilled, highly trained providers to help them augment their capabilities and help their staff. Patients were you know, getting discharged to them who are sicker and sicker. And ultimately, this would all mean better outcomes, lower cost of care, which would improve the overall healthcare system. Along the way, we've always strived to be a great place to work and to always do the right thing. And we're very proud of the awards we won because of our culture. Each and every one of you are 
a driving force behind Impact's culture. So thank you all for embodying our core values and showing up as ambassadors of the Impact badge uh, each and every day. Now, you may not know or you may know or recognize some of the following names. Maybe you've seen them on Huku or elsewhere, or you interact with them. But the next list of individuals actually interviewed in that windowless office above a tattoo shop and still chose to come work at MPAC. They are individuals who shared the vision. And even though we didn't look like a very professional organization at the time, agreed to, to come on board. And that was back in 2014 and 2015. So to Anne and Eileen and Marie and Fran and Christian, thank you for believing in what we were trying to do and for being in the boat and rowing um, all this time. And to Javelle and Tristan, who next month are going to celebrate their eighth and seventh year anniversaries at MPAC, respectively. Uh, thank you both for um, looking past the tattoo shop and windowless office and for being in the boat this whole time, rowing as, as hard as you do and being a perfect example of what it is to be an MPAC provider. And there's a whole host of others who have been with us for many years. They missed out on the amazing above the tattoo shop office experience, but there's about 30 individuals that have been with MPAC uh, for at least three years. So Telva and Marianne and Susan, Diane and Alan and Courtney and Lynn and Jennifer, Becky, Manel, Retzel and Abby and Amy who left and came back and Carmen and Amy Sertich and Marcy and Carolyn, Marty, Amber, Lori, Kendall, Tracy, Ashley and Kim. Thank you all for being such integral parts of the machine that we've been building to lead um, this industry to, to better care. There's also a couple of others who have been on board now for, for more than three years. So Gwen, since the very beginning, Mike, and Dr. Canone, who you'll actually hear from all of them and latest addition to our leadership team, Haley, in a series of podcasts that I'll be doing over the next couple of months. Um, you're going to hear what exactly it was that brought them to MPAC and, and why they've been here and, and what they see uh, for the future. So I'm very excited to do a little podcast interview with them and share their thoughts with, with all of you. So a couple of things that have happened recently are absolute validations of the MPAC care model. What we did from the beginning was counterintuitive to how the entire healthcare system was set up. We wanted to set up models of care that could survive in fee-for-service, but really thrive in value-based care. And that meant making uh, some investments up front in terms of knowing that we weren't going to be doing you know, hitting productivity levels at other groups that are simply focused on driving revenue today, we're going to do, but that's okay. We wanted to do the right thing and, and set this up uh, in the right way. And so very recently, at the end of 2022, CMS made some changes that have impacted our medical side of the house, our nurse practitioners, uh, related to both RVUs and documentation. So easing some of the documentation burden and placing a bit of a premium on the RVUs associated with more in-depth, more complex billing codes and discounting what I would consider the rounding codes that other groups have historically relied on 
to just quickly touch a patient and touch as many patients as possible and move on. And so those changes tell us that CMS appreciates and sees what we're doing and agrees that this is the right way to go about things. So that's incredibly uh, rewarding. On the mental health care side, we know that there is a high demand for mental health care services, and we know that there's a short supply of clinicians who go into this field and make it their career. We are not new to the mental health care game. We launched our program, uh, the pilot, back in 2017 and officially took it to market in 2018. We have plenty of, of amazing mental health clinicians who have been on board from the very beginning, and, and every month we keep adding more. And we know that they're they're hard to find and that that everybody is is trying to build um, mental health care services now. Like I said, we've we've seen this coming and we're sort of early adopters. There was recently a bill approved by both members of Congress, the House and the Senate, and is now awaiting finalization by CMS. But there's been some changes that are going to allow us to expand the pool of clinicians that we can hire and deploy. Currently, the vast majority, almost almost exclusively, our mental health care team is made up of licensed clinical social workers. With this change, there will be some barriers lifted as it relates to hiring and deploying licensed professional counselors and licensed marriage and family therapists. So the pool of candidates is going to increase. That's another validation by the healthcare system and CMS that healthcare should be comprised of both medical and mental health care services and further validating, you know, our model of care that we've been building now for the last, you know, five, six years. So all good, good changes and, and all in the direction of, of, you know, what impact has been doing all along. The next major change and in, in big initiative for 2023 is MPAC's participation uh, for the first time in its history in a value-based care model. So we have partnered with Sound Long-Term Care Management ACO. They are a nationwide physician group that practices both in, both in the acute space and now bringing their value-based care model into the post-acute space. They bring a robust telehealth component to the equation and their experience and a very clinically focused organization. Their model and their philosophy aligns very much with, with ours in terms of even though this ACO is uh, targeting and will benefit from long-term care patients with MedB benefits, their model uh, comprises access of care to everyone. And so their telehealth offering that gets deployed in, in each of our partner communities who sign up to participate in the ACO will actually be available to every patient, regardless of whether they're long-term, short-term, or who their ultimate insurance payer is. Uh, that to us was very meaningful as that's how we run our business, the same level of care for everyone. And so this will allow MPAC right now on the medical side to participate in shared savings generated by our outcomes, essentially further validating and confirming that what we've been doing all along is the right thing to do. That will allow us to further move the focus away from volume and productivity and truly look at outcomes. We are hoping to create a quality bonus 
measurement as a result and be able to um, enhance provider compensation aligned specifically with quality. And so that um, is, a, is a major shift and something that we've been building up for uh, since the very beginning. As of right now, there is no value-based care that contemplates mental health. And we think that's obviously a shortcoming of the system. However, I do believe that that will change hopefully sooner than later, but uh, most likely in the next couple of years. So we'll keep doing what we do on the mental health care side and prepare ourselves for when that change happens. The last big initiative that we have for this year, in addition to, I should say, this participation in the ACO is aligning our partner communities with us as they get to also participate in the revenue generated by the ACO. And so based on our conversations with our clients, there's a very, very strong interest from them in participating along with us. That is driving a lot of demand for our services. And so we have a lot of work to do this year to fulfill the contracts that we've been signing with these operators from California and into Iowa and Illinois and Indiana and and, and more so every day in, in Florida. Um, and then some feelers in other states that we may potentially go into like Michigan, Ohio, and, and Kentucky, where we've had significant conversations. So lots of activity around that. Lots of buzz, further, again, validating our model and solidifying our relationships with our with our client base. The other big initiative is our behavioral care program. Our mental health care program really focused on the root cause of mental health issues and went beyond the medication management. And so now we are finally very excited to roll out our behavioral care program that's going to bring the medication management component into, into focus. We've been running a pilot now. Uh, for the last couple of months and are going to be expanding that pilot and fully expect to roll out this program in earnest uh, throughout 2023. I believe that our medical program, our mental health care program, this behavioral care program, and the ACO set MPAC apart from anyone else in this space in sort of what we do and how we do things, and, and then ultimately um, attracting and retaining the best clinicians out there. So strong clinical workflows and models anchored by the strongest clinicians out there really, really is setting MPAC apart. It's been really, really exciting to build this over the last nine years and to see sort of everything come together in year 10. Obviously, we would have liked all this to have happened sooner, uh, but nothing moves quickly um, in, in this space and in healthcare in general but it's very, very exciting to see everything start to line up. And so lots of demand for our services, lots of work to do. And so with that, we've been building on our already strong team, creating new roles and opportunities. Uh, we have some new clinical educator roles, one for the mental health care side, one for the medical uh, side. Those two roles have been filled internally. Very excited to see um, Lori and, and Kim crushing in, the, in their new roles. Uh, we've created a new customer success role and have filled one out in the West Coast in California and one now in the Midwest. We're bringing um, external folks in, non-clinicians for those roles. Very excited about what that's going to be able to do in terms of uh, the relationships with our clients and freeing up time uh, for our regional clinical managers to really focus on provider satisfaction and, and, and performance and focus on quality and outcomes. And then, of course, with growth comes new RCM roles. 
And so Ashley recently uh, took over the rural market and is crushing it. And uh, Carolyn Kelly is our latest RCM who's rolling into her role and very excited to see uh, her flourish. Both of them, after having spent you know more than three years at MPAC in their, their direct provider uh, clinician role. So um, but with growth comes opportunities. We obviously look to fill you know as many as we can internally and provide it, you know, opportunities for growth. And that's very exciting. And then, as I mentioned, I will be rolling out podcast interviews with um, our leadership team. And so you'll first hear from, from Gwen. Gwen's driven almost single-handedly impacts business development efforts and manages all of our customer and client relationships and does a phenomenal job of, of, of doing that. You'll hear her story, what she was doing before MPAC, and what brought her here, why she's here, and excited to share that that with you. And then we'll talk to to Mike, our CFO. Hear from him. Similarly, what was he doing before MPAC, and you know why he's here. Uh, we'll talk to Doctor Doctor Canone, our Chief Medical Officer, and and then we'll wrap things up with with Haley who joined us back in September as our, our COO and is helping to pull all this together on the operations side. Um, obviously, with this tremendous growth, things get more and more complex. And so very excited to, to, to hear from this incredible team that it was built specifically to help support you know, all of our clinicians and the work that goes into caring for patients every day. So this is really, I think, year 10, a culmination of everyone's hard work and the things that we've been focused on doing and doing well, and I think is going to, you know, propel MPAC really into the next phase. I think we'll, you'll start to see MPAC become even more and more of a recognized name and a, and a leader in the space. Um, and th that's all due because of everyone's incredible hard work. And like I said, our culture, uh, everyone showing up and, and being ambassadors of the MPAC badge. So really appreciate what everyone's done. And I look forward to, again, sharing the podcast with our leadership team with you all over the next couple of months. Thank you all so much.